Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. This episode is brought to you by Pepsi Wild Cherry. Pepsi Wild Cherry is bursting with delicious cherry flavor and a sweet, crisp taste that gives you more to go wild for. Getting wild may look different these days, but whether it's opting for a solo Friday binge watch or a big night out, everyone can indulge in their wild side with Pepsi Wild Cherry, also available in Zero Sugar. So grab a Pepsi Wild Cherry and get wild. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A. On Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. It's 1233 in Edmonton. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Escott joining you. I'm in Ice District at Rogers Place. Chilly in the building today. Uh, hey, by the way, and if somebody can text me uh, at 780-496-0063, I checked five locations in the city's south side and one downtown to get salt. You know that stuff, you that crush melt or whatever that you... If anybody happens to know where they actually have it, Text us on the Ashley Five Floors text line at 780-496-0063. It's on my honey-do list for the drive home today. All right. Uh, guests and Oilers now receive gift certificates to Roos Chris Steakhouse. Whether you're celebrating a special moment or simply savoring a night on the town, every meal is an occasion at Roos Chris Steakhouse. It's the greatest steak you've ever had. Tell Chris and Taylor and Brendan that Oilers now sent you. $99.90 Jasper Avenue, Roos Chris Edmonton, the 19th. Bruce Chris to open on 99.90. Without further ado, I think we're pleased to be joined by Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for Horse Racing Alberta, presenting live standard bread racing Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino, post time 115. Um, we're in a chorus circuit breaker right now, so I'm either doing the show at Rogers Place or uh, back in the humble Stauffer abode. Spec is uh, not up with me uh, for today's show up top here, but uh, he's been kind enough to join us on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Hello, Mark. How are you? Oh, doing pretty well, Bobby. How's it going? Oh, uh, you know, not bad. Not bad. How are the listeners taking all this uh, losing? Uh, well, it's, uh, you know what, I, we, we did calls yesterday from 1 until 1.30, texts, and there's exasperation and frustration. I thought people were quite, quite civil, uh, to be honest with you. Quite civil. Okay, good. Is that good or bad? Good. Or everybody if, getting everyone's getting along here. Is that what we're saying? Or? Uh, well, I think I, 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 you know, I, I was it. Who was the character said I'm I'm mad as hell and I'm not taking it anymore. Uh, Peter that Finch. That was a network. Yes, yeah. Peter Finch. I always got Peter Finch and Peter Falk mixed up back in the day. And uh, okay, okay. And Peter Finch was obviously a, I, I believe he won an Oscar uh, for that uh, role. Uh, Peter Falk, though, on the other hand, had one of the greatest speeches of all time. Uh, when he won, like, uh, the Golden Globe or whatever. It, it is... what You know what? Uh, I might get Brendan to pull it up. It's really funny. Uh, hey, Brendan, uh, Peter Falk's uh, acceptance uh, speech. I mean, it was... It, 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 we'll have a little fun with it, Spec, at about 12.48. Uh, I don't think he's sworn it, uh, but uh, we'll, we'll listen to it. Uh, you know, he, he... You know that character that Peter Falk played back in the day? You used to watch that. Yep. What was it, Columbo? 
Yeah, Colombo. He's in the trench coat all the time. Right, and he kind of bumbled and stumbled around and pretended to be not as smart as he really was. Because, Mark, there's nothing worse for me than guys that think they're smarter than everybody else or the smartest guy in the room. So I've mm-hmm. always operated under the context that I am never the smartest guy in the room. And right now, 98% of people listening to the show go, oh, of course you're not the smartest guy in the world, Stoffer. So so there you have it. You, on the other hand, are a guy who often comes across. I'm just, oh, yeah. I just I set you up there. You're not like that at all. So once you're, you know, 2 10 and 2, uh, a couple breaks here, just a awful uh, collapse against the Ottawa Senators. Uh, you know, it was it, it, yesterday was a hard day. It was a hard day of practice yesterday. Um, went at it again today, Mark. A lot of competitive drills early in the practice. But just give me what you you know. The floor is yours, Mark, for the next three or four minutes. So start, <laughs> filling, big boy. Yeah, right. Uh, you know, the I mean, the losing streak is concerning in its own way. To boil it down to a, a micro moment, that third period against Ottawa was very, very concerning to me. Um, the team just, the team, you know, it's 20 minutes of hockey. You're leading 3-1. You need the win so badly, and you fail that test. Then, Nurse scores. It's 4-4 with seven minutes to play. You get a redo. You say, okay, we win the next seven minutes. We win the hockey game. And they failed at that. So, you know, this was a, like, start at the top. Right, their two best players weren't very good in that game, you know. And I'm—I've been a guy that's been in trouble for pointing out the shortcomings of the odd occasion of 29 and 97, and they've carried this franchise. There's no question, and they get lots of points and all of that stuff. But in the micro moment, the leadership that they both showed against Ottawa was far less than optimal. Right, Leon Drysdale had one of his worst games I've seen him play in that game. They need him the most now, not the least. You know, Connor McDavid had seven shots on goal. He was buzzing around, didn't go in for him. Uh, these things happen. You know, that's the kind of luck they're having. But uh, I thought Darnell Nurse played a strong game, came up, scored that goal, but I thought he was really competitive. But I, I just thought they had way too many passengers at a at a really important time in the season. Was Skinner any good? No, he wasn't very good. But he's a, a young rookie. He's not the, the solution here. They need a goalie, I get it. But there's a lot of veteran players on that team that came up awfully small in that Ottawa game, and that made me – thats that was disconcerting and disappointing. You know, we can go back and talk about a different reason for every loss in a six-game losing streak, but we're talking 20 minutes of hockey against a 30th-place team to lead on close. your own ice. When, yeah, you got to close. you got to close that out. You give me something. Whatever you got, give it to yeah. me now. Too many guys didn't give you anything in that period. That's a problem, that period. Oh. Yeah. You know, Mark, uh, you mentioned Skinner, and it's th- this isn't a byproduct for me. I've always been like this, and you know that. I got a longer leash for younger guys. Sure, sure, gonna, sure. And I don't. I do not like it when when people specifically go after like the guy's playing his twelfth game in the NHL. And yeah. now that said, a writer can write what he wants to write and say what he wants to say, and got to back it up, just like a radio talk show host. So, comes with the territory. But I, yeah. I, I look at the position like <laughs> during this two ten and two run, the guy that's got the best save percentage is actually Stuart Skinner. You know, and, and it's not great. It's at eight eighty two. He's got the two wins. So, and, and, Listen, and he, in the moment, Bob, as a writer, in the moment, in, the, in that moment, it's fair. And I did point out in my piece, you know, if this was Stuart Skinner's big moment, he didn't have a very good moment. Okay, right, yeah. 
But it's a but, moment. But he's not the reason why they're two. He's not the reason. I mean, the guy's six and zero in the minors during the stretch that they're two ten and two. Yeah. And so no, he's not. He didn't give him a great game against Ottawa. There's no question, and that, and that needs to be written and noted in some portion of what you're writing. But I know the column you're referring to. To to go out and spend 800 words on what a bad goalie Stuart Skinner is to me is a pretty misguided column angle, pal. Yeah, uh, yeah, and, you know, and again, guys are you know Terry Jones can write what he wants to write, and he's got to be able to 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 you know back back it up and understand you know there's stuff that I've said on this show. Back that he, it up. How do you back it up? Yeah, well, you back that up. Well, Come to the rink once in a while would help. Back it up by showing your face. I would say, yeah, but let's keep going on that. All right. So, uh, and and I'm of the like. There's lots of stuff that I've said on the show that people <clears throat> completely disagree. Sometimes people have actually corrected me on 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 errors, Mark. And I know you find that hard to believe because I do have a memory like an elephant. It's it's one of the few. But I I'm looking at this, and it is to me. It's not just one thing for the club. I think you would agree with that. Yes, you got you got one goal at 882, one goal at 877, and one goal at 866, but right now this isn't a team, an easy team to play in front of. I think that's fair to say. Uh, yep. the, the general manager uh, is responsible for, uh, you know, going out and trying to improve that position. They tried to two years in a row and it fell through. Uh, and, and Mike Smith came in and was unbelievable last year at 923 but hasn't been able to stay healthy. That has played a factor. I mean, Mark, 16-5, and five, all three goalies at 914 or better. 2-10-2, all three goalies below 882. So goaltending a factor. Yes, special teams. All out of this world special teams through the first 21 games at 16-5. and five, And now they can't kill a penalty to save their life. Now you do need your goalie to be your best penalty killer. It's not all on the goal. They're giving up goals on the PK like they used to mark in that year with, with Todd McClellan here uh, and Jimmy Johnson where they just got absolutely eviscerated at home and had like a 60% PK rate. So special teams aren't going. They're actually getting some support scoring, Mark, over the last three or four games. Connor and Leon are a little bit quieter up front offensively. There's lots of factors in this. I think you'd agree on that. Yeah, there was a quote yesterday from Dave Tippett that I thought was very telling. Uh, I'll bet you Brandon has it somewhere in there. Uh, he talked about, you know, they got to be harder to play against. We, we, played it. In, we played it. Yeah, you, could, you can be in the lane, but you cannot be in the lane. You want to block a shot? And put a lot of effort into doing that. We're there, but we're not there, right? He says, we have a guy, but we don't have a guy. So you're standing next to someone, but you're not working hard to check them. And that's, that's like, this team, if they're not desperate now, right? Like, give me, you lose, you lose. Give me desperation, right? Oh, my goodness. Make a mistake because you're trying too hard. Like, this, this isn't a time to be standing next to a guy and not having him. If you if you have them so bad that you maybe take an interference penalty or something, I'm going to say, hey, look, it's desperate times. The guy's checking as hard as he can. He went too far. He took a penalty. I can see that. But at this time in the order season, to be standing in a lane, but I hope this puck doesn't hit me. Are you kidding me? Oh, my goodness me. This is not the time for that, Bob. That, that quote, I don't like that quote at the end of a 
what's basically amounted to 12 game losing streak here. Uh, I didn't like that quote one bit coming from the head coach. Howie says, uh, too easy to play against. This goes back to bad coaching. You teach your players how to forecheck and take the body. Terrible coaching, says Howie. And 29 and 97, Bob, or burned out Tippett has overplayed them. That one comes to us from Howie. I'm going to tell you right now, Mark, I know the coaches take some ownership in this and, and are sitting there evaluating how they've handled this. I know the goalies have taken some. I know the top players. I actually think the top players, Mark, this, Tom Wilkinson used to say this to me all the time. And Tom was a, is, a, is a great man. He was not a great coach. Um, I think I think Tom was ahead of his time in terms of how he dealt with his student athletes at the U of A. But he said, Bob, sometimes when uh, he used to say, when you're in a winning culture in a winning environment, guys know not to do too much. And then when you're challenged, your best players invariably and it's noble always try to do too much. It's an interesting perspective. Right. And that's I, I there are moments of Connor and Leon where you can see they're trying to beat a team by themselves or Darnell both ends of the ice and jumping up and then you know they're playing huge minutes. And I just wonder whether or not a little bit more diversified approach might work a little bit better. What do you think? Oh hey listen, the two leading there's two three people in the league that average more than three forwards in the league that average more than one minute a shift. And one guy's a kid named Danny O'Regan who's played one game. So we're not going to count him in this thing. Garner McDavid and Leon Dreisaitl are the only two forwards in the National Hockey League that average over a minute a shift. Okay. So that's one thing. You know, we can talk about why they're playing so long. I know people are going to say they play over the whole power play. Okay. They're getting one or two power plays a game here. Right. This is this is not just a power play stat. They're taking shifts of over a minute, averaging shifts of over a minute. That means some of their shifts are are a buck ten and a buck fifteen. You know, for our listeners out there who don't know this, the hockey axiom is shifts about a forty five second shift and you get off the ice. So so is this a McDavid and Drysaddle thing? Is this a tippet thing? Right? There's a lot of coaches who wouldn't let that happen. Right? And this is you know, I, if this is how would I say it, Bob? Obviously, Tippett's well aware of the shift length of these two players, and he's clearly okay with it because it hasn't changed. If he wanted it changed, it would change. So I'm going to say this is an organizational decision to let these two guys have shift lengths, averages of over a minute. Uh, how's it working for you? Well, I guess part of the reason question. why the shift length averages would be over a minute is because of the power play. I just said that. Yes. But they're getting one or two power plays a game, Bob. Yep. No, that's fair, Mark. They're not getting five, six power plays a game here. So, sure, the power play throws it off a little bit. These guys play too much. I mean, look at them when when the team needs them here in the last little while. And and, how can you criticize guys that lead the league in scoring? I've said this on your show before, Bob. This organization, maybe it's time to stop winning Art Ross trophies here. Right, this has been about having great players here that win all the individual trophies. How's things going in a collective trophy hunt here? Well, not great. And people Time to change that thinking. And the response would be, Mark, they simply have not built a good enough team around these guys. Well, and we're gonna maybe. talk we're gonna talk a bit about that. I'm gonna read you a text from Fletch in Calgary. I don't know, maybe we'll work in a little bit of peace. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Your Falk speech from back in the day as well. Sportsnet spec, Mark Spector for the horses and horse racing Alberta. When we return, it's 1248 at Edmonton. Hi, this is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. Well, it's, uh, it's terrific to win. <laughs> what an easy life. Uh, yeah, it really is. It's, uh, it's terrific to win. I, uh, I'm trying to figure out some way to appear humble. Uh, uh, it's not going to work. Uh, I, uh, I was in New York yesterday. Today is Sunday, isn't it? And uh, I had some business in the morning, and I did two shows, and then I grabbed a cab, and I raced to the airport, and I tried to catch that at 11 o'clock. I figured to miss it, and I did. So I laid over in, in Kennedy for three hours to catch Eastern out to uh, Atlanta, Georgia. I was there for two hours, called Delta into Dallas, Texas, and I was two hours there to get TWA into LA. And I know it's not a very interesting story. I just I only mention it because I wanted to point out that uh, in regard to whether or not I wanted to be here, I was relatively indifferent. Uh, that is Peter Falk winning the Emmy back in the day. That That is funny stuff. Oh, man, he set everybody up there in that story. That's awesome. Welcome back, everybody. Bob Stoffer, Brendan Esco with you. Peter Finch, I'm at his hell, not taking it anymore. And Peter Falk from Colombo, one of the greatest uh, acceptance speeches of all time. This is Oilers Now. Sportsnet Spec, Mark Spector for the Horses and Horse Racing Alberta presenting live standard bed racing each Saturday at Century Mile Racetrack and Casino. Post time is 1.15 and we're going to re-engage Mark on the River Cree Resort and Casino Hotline. Mark, uh, now I have to find the text. Here it is. Fletch from Calgary. Fletch. Lately, the Oilers have given up, I believe, the first goal in like eight of the last ten games. Ken Holland gambled on a 39-year-old goaltender with a history of injuries, another one that is at best a backup. Don't let Holland off the hot seat. We are in this mess because Holland didn't get us a bona fide goaltender, period. Um, and, we, and you heard last Tuesday, Mark, uh, Ken Holland say, hey, I built this team. And so with it comes... You know, when your team's not winning, comes the criticism. You go 16 and 5, everybody gets credit. You go 2, 10 and t- uh, 2, and everybody gets criticism. We know their efforts, Mark, to get a goaltender, but the team is in the position they're in right now. Was there, you know, and, and I believe in the offseason for two straight years, we said biggest question mark heading into the season was what, Mark Spector? It was goaltending, and it's been goaltending for sure. Yeah, I wrote just the other day that that's all on Ken Holland, let's face it. You know, Ken Holland, he, he this isn't a chance that he wasn't well aware could go bad. This wasn't an effort, you know, he went out, I know, we know he went out to get Markstrom and tried to hit the home run, didn't get him. But you know what? I mean, listen, it's a big boy's business out there. Nobody wants to hear about what you didn't do. 
No one wants to hear the song and dance about all the trades you tried to make, right? Here's the Edmonton Oilers with no goaltending and a season twirling here because they have no goaltending. You know, if this doesn't get better, it's uh, the goaltending, 100% on home. It's not on Mike Smith. Don't blame Mike Smith for being 39 years old and breaking down. Every 39-year-old goalie you ever met in your life is breaking down. Don't blame Miko Koskinen. He's a legit number two, and he's been that his whole career. And the Edmonton Oilers are playing him like a number one. And don't blame Skinner. He's 22 years old. This ain't on him. Right? Who built these goalies here? It's the general manager. Make no mistake. If Ken Holland was on this line, Bob, he would agree with every word I'm saying. So, yeah. Goaltending's on Ken Holland. You're darn right it is. All right. Uh, you can text us at 780-496-0063. Crazy Cam says, love the Peter Falk. Uh, uh, I mean, that's just I just loved it how he, he worked that all in here. Uh, <laughs> This one comes in from Mexico. As a former player here in the Mexican National Hockey League, there's more hitting in one game down here than the Oilers' big boys have had the entire season. Drummer boy from Edmonton. He's playing in the, There's a Mexican National Hockey League? I did not know that. Yeah, Barry Fraser would be scouting that league pretty hard in his day, wouldn't he have? Barry, Mark, Barry Fraser is back in Edmonton. He lives in the north side of Edmonton. Oh, good for him. There you go. Well, uh, a long stint down in Cabo, as I recall. Cabo San Lucas, yes. 7804. Yes. Uh, Pat Quinn was right about the importance of goaltending. I think it was Pat Burns who actually said goaltending 70% of hockey. Unless you don't have it, then it's 100% of hockey. So I, I, I guess that's where we're going, Mark. Like this is, and, and what happens is everybody gets frustrated and exasperated. Okay, with this this scenario, and uh, fans get agitated. Media, some media were running around all morning today looking for a fight and uh, found one. And so uh, it's uh, it's it's it, it's interesting times to say the least. I kind of Mark, it was too bad you weren't down here this morning. And again, we're we're practicing our uh, what are we calling this thing again? A circuit breaker. So I, I'm I, I'm missing that you're not sitting next eight you know six six feet away from me, my man. So we're in this situation. And the worst part is they got like Mark. If they had games, they could just go out and play. You know what I'm saying? But they're having yep. a practice, and then they're having a practice. And uh, and do availabilities without any any games to talk about. They're, they played one game in the span of the last I don't know what it's been. It's going to end up being one game in two weeks. So and yeah. and, then, and then who do they get? They get Florida. Mark, that's not going to be an easy game. No, Battle of Alberta on Saturday night. So I mean, they're not easy games. So what do you what are they supposed to do? Run up the Providence Bruins for them to play? Yeah, that's the schedule, pal. You know what? Florida's coming in. Lock up and play them and beat them. Win a game. Like, we're not feeling sorry for someone because the competition's good here. The owners are supposed to be good. Remember, they were good. Recall? You know, let's go. Pick it up. Get your boots, steps up here, and play a hockey game and win a hockey game. And there's enough reasons. They played Ottawa 30th place. It couldn't beat them. Should, should have closed you the know? deal. Now they're going to get. It's going to get easier from Ottawa, pal. It's going to get harder. So let's get after it. All right. 12.57 in Edmonton. Spec will reengage with us at 105. We might have something else to talk about that's occurred over the last 45 minutes. Uh, we'll tell you the Orders Now Injury Report is brought to you by James H. Brown Injury Lawyers. Uh, the heavy hitters of injury law. When accidents happen, go to jameshbrown.com. Okay. And uh, the Oilers have placed William Lagason on waivers, still in COVID protocol right now, Stuart Skinner. 
and Brendan Perlini and technically Dylan Holloway as well. 22 of the Oilers skaters or goaltenders have gone through the protocol. The only six that haven't, Leon Dreisaitl, Zach Hyman, Colton Sevier, Chris Russell, Mike Smith, and Miko Koskinen. Off to a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. Back uh, more with Mark Spector when we return on Oilers Now. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.